What up, guys? This is Steven, your Portraits of Grace producer, and I just want to make a quick announcement before we begin this week's episode.、Uh, we'll be skipping next week, so there will be no episode out next week, but we will continue our regularly scheduled program on October 2nd. On this week's episode, we speak with our praising leader, Johnny Moon. If you guys don't know him, he's the guy that's singing up there with a crazy, angelic voice.、Uh, we discuss about how he gets into praise. We talk about what's just happened in his life. And just stick around, and you get to see one of his unique talents I don't think I know anyone else has. So sit back, relax, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining our podcast. We have a very special guest here with us today. But before that, Steven, do you want to say hi real quick? What's up, guys? Again, thank you for tuning in this week. That's it? That's it. <laughs> okay.、Uh, we have a very special guest here with us today. You see him every other week up on the stage. Some poets in our congregation have even quipped that he might be the songbird of our generation. We have with us. <laughs> John Moon. What's up, Johnny? <laughs> But that's not the way I expected you to introduce me. <laughs> okay, well,、uh, I asked you to write a short introduction for yourself. How would you、uh, introduce yourself to、uh, people that might not know you in our congregation?、Uh, <laughs> so I'm a learner trying to rely on God more each day.、Um, like you kind of mentioned, I'm, a, I'm the worship leader at, at our church. And I'm also an ardent supporter of the South Korean soccer team. So, my dream is to see the Korean soccer team win the World Cup before I die. So, that's、uh, in a nutshell. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> the Korean soccer team thing, I don't, I really like, I want it to happen, but I don't think it's going to happen in our lifetime. You know, that's, that's what I'm thinking too. So, if you made me like bet money on it, it'll probably never happen. But... I mean, you think about back in 2002 when we went to the semifinals. I mean, nobody guessed that was going to happen. So you never know. We'll see. That was like pure luck and like home advantage, like mixed in together with even more <laughs> luck. But、um, I, I, I don't know. Like, until like the K League becomes like a world class like league, soccer league, I, I don't think it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think for the time being, we just have to send players to like England and to Spain and get them trained up there. I think that's our best shot for now. Yeah, for now, for now. Do you have any special occasions coming up?、Um, no, not really. You don't have any like、uh, birthdays coming up or anything like special that you've planned coming up?、Uh, no, my birthday's in April. So, you know, like in the midst of like when COVID was, you know, hitting us pretty hard, especially back then, that's when I had my birthday. So it was a pretty,、uh, fairly quiet birthday. But I think actually that particular、uh, Saturday, I was、um, at Deacon Tom's house with、uh, the pastors preparing for that Sunday service. And they surprised me with the cake. That was really appreciated. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So, I, I know like, you're actually like, an avid fan of traveling.、Uh, did you just not plan anything this year because of COVID? So, I did.、Um, so, back in March, I was supposed to go to Japan and Korea for like 10 days. So, I had everything scheduled out from the year before, like, bought all the plane tickets, got all the hotels, like, Working on the itinerary. Like, I think like, up to like, February this year, I was planning on going. But then you know, COVID 
hit us. And then from there, I just had to cancel everything. So even now, actually, I'm waiting to get a refund back on my uh, my flight. So yeah, it still hasn't happened. <laughs> Wait, they, they haven't refunded it yet? So one of them did, and they refunded it in the form of a flight credit. So uh-huh. I have to use that by end of 2021, which is, I mean, hopefully by then we can go somewhere with it. Right, right. Um, I'm still waiting for another flight because um, we're supposed to, you know, travel from Japan to Korea, and that uh, leg of the flight I didn't get the refund yet, so I'm still waiting on that. Okay, I remember you telling me that you've been to like Korea many times. What What were you planning on doing this time? Pretty much the same thing as I do every time, which is um, go visit family. So. All of my extended family live in Korea. It's just um, my immediate family who lives in the state. So visiting family, always eating good food, whether that's, you know, homemade food at my harmony's place or, you know, going out and just like getting like street food or, you know, like trying out the new restaurants and things like that. All that was ruined by COVID, huh? All that was ruined by COVID. Yeah. 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 Um, so like <laughs> in lieu of that, what have you been doing to like entertain yourself at home? Just looking at the wall and waiting for something to... <laughs> um, for the second coming of Christ. Just yeah, waiting for Jesus to come back. <laughs> come Lord now. <laughs> um, gosh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like the last six months, I've been working at home, um, which I know, you know, it's, I'm very fortunate to be able to do that. Thankfully, my job doesn't require me to be in the office. So we're working from home. When we were uh, doing all online services, I was, you know, hoping to uh, record like praise sessions and things like that. So that kept me pretty busy, especially prior to July when we started meeting a person. Um, so it's definitely busier with like recording stuff then. Yeah, nowadays, just, I guess, you know, church, uh, classwork, pretty much the same thing as pre-COVID. You mentioned that you've been um, focusing on your uh, like praise leading stuff. For most of our congregation, I think we see you praising up there um, every week or every other week. I think at this point, you've been doing it so long that we're just like used to it. Even when I moved up from like high school and like I was in SNL for college, I, I think you were serving as a praise leader. Um, so like I never like thought about like how you could have got into it. Can you share with us how you got into praise music in general and also at ELM? Yeah, um, so I think I've always been interested in music as a whole. Like you know, just growing up, uh, just being ex- exposed to music, like like most of us, you know, playing the piano, uh, joining the choir. Um, things like that, but always loved the idea of praise music um, and serving together through that medium at church. So I remember the first time I joined the praise team was in youth group when I was in YSY. And I think that's when I really fell in love just with doing praise music. And then I guess for when you asked me about how did I do it in ELM, so in between, like, um, you know, after high school and then I went to Penn State for college for four years, at that time, I wasn't coming out to Yongsang, right, the, only for the summertime. But, you know, throughout the school year, I was at, I was at my uh, church at school. 
And after I graduated, I wasn't sure if I was going to be back at Yongsei or not at that point. My next job was going to be in Delaware. So like, you know, I was kind of thinking like, okay, do I need to move out of this area and whatnot? But ultimately, uh, back then, um, I don't know if you, if you guys know him, but um, uh, there was a pastor named the Pastor Austin at the time. And he was like the first pastor at ELM to try to like create like a contemporary praise team for ELM. And he was recruiting people and trying to see, you know, who can help serve. And he and I met at this uh, VBS event at, at Yongsheng, and he was a guest speaker, and I was doing a guest uh, praise leading. And uh, he asked me afterwards if I wanted to come serve and at ELM, and I was like, uh, I don't know. Because, <laughs> you know, like at that point, I wasn't sure like where I was going, so I, I kind of was like, uh, like, you know, maybe, maybe not. He and I talked for a few weeks and he's like, you know, why don't you just come and try it out? And I said, okay. So I started serving a little bit while I was still in the area. And then ultimately when I decided to settle in within like, you know, our home area, not necessarily in Delaware, then I pretty much committed to uh, serving on the praise team since then. So you said um, Pastor Austin was the first person to make it like contemporary worship. (laughs) What do you mean by that? Like, what what was it like before that? Well, so like I, I'm, I don't know exactly what it was like. I know, like actually, um, you know, you had like Seung on for one of the podcasts. He mm. actually used to be one of the praise leaders at ELM. So you should have asked him what that was like. <laughs> what? Uh, I had no idea that he did praise. Yeah, he did praise. I think um, I'm trying to remember <laughs> who else did praise, but at least I remember like when I came out to ELM services, like before I joined the praise team. I think it was. Um, like acoustic guitar, piano, and drums. I think I think it was like that was like the full band at the time. So when Pastor Austin came in, like he added like like you know bass, electric. I think actually uh, Pastor Andrew Kim was our first electric guitarist at ELM, if I recall that correctly. So yeah. Wow, that's nuts. That's yeah, things like that really so, changed. Yeah. Wait, what what did Seung do? Like, did he like lead with acoustic and singing? I yeah I think so. Um, I wasn't there to see it. Like I, he told me that's he used to do that. So I don't know what that was like, but he was a praise leader, I believe. Wow. Um, if the pastors are listening, we would we would love to have Seung back for like just one week out of the year. <laughs> <laughs> at, at the at the risk of driving people away from our church. Uh, it would be, be just interesting to try. And then, John, I, I know, like, so you, you did um, YSY and then you did YSY praise team. So you're, you're my senpai in many, many different ways. Because I, I did I did YSY praise team for six years. And wow. actually, that, actually, for me, it um, doing praise team for six, six years, it actually, like, drove me away from praise music like uh-huh. i i still like like when i hear like hill song stuff from like then i'm like oh like i can't do this anymore but uh-huh. so that's different for me but um can i ask like what made you stay for so long at young sang i think college for one thing was really important for my spiritual growth like, I think more than ever, those four years in college really, like, humbled me, really challenged me, uh, reminded me just how important uh, it is to have a community. 
And when I came back home after I graduated, um, the first thing I realized was that I have to find the church, right? Whether that was at Yongsang or somewhere else. Um, I knew that it was important to be plugged into a community right away. And, you know, I think Yongsang was just a natural choice because, you know, I was close to it in terms of proximity. Um, a lot of people that I already know were at Yongsang. But I think the reason why I didn't let up per se and keep going was because I think college really uh, ingrained in my mind that you have to be in a part of community in order to grow. For me, like like I shared with you how um, certain like Hillsong music like I listen to and um, I just like from like from being in YSY, I just like can't do do certain songs anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you have any like music that you're embarrassed about now or like that you really dislike now that you really liked like when you were younger? <sighs> songs that I'm embarrassed by? <laughs> Not, I don't not know just, if I'm, not just praise, not just praise, but like any like band that like you listen to, maybe like secular bands or anything that you're embarrassed about now. I I wouldn't say embarrassed. I mean, um, I remember like in youth group, we we sang a lot of like Dancing Generation, even in college too, actually, and like jumping up and down during like uh, retreats and things like that, and. I don't know. Like a part of me now is like, if you, if we sang dancing, Gener- oh, you know, we did dancing generation at ELM too. When I first joined, when Pastor Austin was still around, he would, he would do dancing generation. And I, I do remember being like a little bit embarrassed just because like, I, I saw like, you know, people in a congregation who are like, you know, like 40, 50 year olds and like, you know, Pastor Austin's like, yeah, like, like let's jump and like, let's dance like in the pews. Yeah. Like, I remember like people try to like awkwardly like, you know, move around and things like that. And, so do you want to add that to our uh, song list next week? Dancing Generation. Um, yeah, sure, as long as you're the one up there dancing into. I'll be dancing my heart out. Okay, um, then, then we can do it. <laughs> you heard yeah. it here first, folks. <laughs> and then uh, any recent projects related to your hobbies? Um, no, not really. I mean, like I mentioned earlier, recording, uh, for, you know, our church live stream. And then like, I have, a like a music page that I've been running for like the past, like three years or so, but it's been a bit quiet recently. Yeah. You're, you're talking about, of course, the worldwide prestigious John Moon music, uh, <laughs> music page on Facebook, right? Steven's um, shaking his head. I, I can see it. <laughs> so, can I ask you why you haven't like uploaded any any uh, any recent songs or videos on Jonathan Music? Honestly, don't know why. Well, I mean, first of all, like you know, like it takes a lot of time and effort to put something together, like you know, in terms of recording, mm-hmm. and like I, you know, and I've been doing a lot of recording for the church live stream, so I think between that and then try to record something separately for the page. I think that's just a lot of time that I couldn't find. Well, maybe I could have found it, but then I think at that point, like my voice would have been shot. So um, I, yeah, I just haven't like found, I don't, I don't even know how to answer that. I just haven't like, um, it's not even like a desired thing, but like when I like eventually like, want to get back into it, like I feel like there's something else like that I have to get done. Like, whether it's, like, school stuff or work stuff. Yeah, well, I'm asking because um, I remember when, like, pandemic started. I remember you had that Instagram live event where, like, you invited different um, 
people from like different churches, different musicians, and they all did like two or three songs each. And like, it just went on for like two hours or something. And I remember listening to that and just being really blessed by it. So I was, I was hoping you would do something like that again. Oh yeah, that, that was awesome. So what actually happened with that was, um, so Stephen Curry, the, uh, from the Golden State Warriors, he actually did something like that on his, on his Instagram live where he and his wife, like, um, they got in touch with all these like Christian artists, like, like Chris Tomlin, Carrie Joe, like, uh, Hillsong, those guys. And they like, you know, brought them in onto the live um, screen on Instagram and then they like led praise for people. And I, I watched that and I was like, Oh, this is such a good idea because before the pandemic, I, I don't think many people would have thought of like getting people from, you know, across the globe to they worship together on like Instagram. But um, I think because everyone was at home and they're, you know, way, uh, trying to find ways to connect, having that event, like for me, like I felt so connected and blessed just to see like, you know, different people coming together to lead praise and, um, so I was like, you know, it would be really great if we had the opportunity to do the same, like, you know, with the people like within our local context. So, you know, like I reached out to a few people in our area, some people that I know from um, my school. So they all joined in. And yeah, it was a it was an awesome time of worship and praise. So this brings us to our next segment. I usually like at this point in the interview, I usually do like dumb questions that I ask or like I try to offend you in a really subtle way. This time, I, I prefer prepare something uh, different. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I I'm gonna do some like ear training stuff just to uh, just to test you, like how good your ears are, because I always like like when I when I hit the wrong note or something <laughs> when we're in like praise team, and you <laughs> always like point it out, and I'm like, yo, how did he hear that? And, I don't like, I don't always point it out. I just keep it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then i i evolved to, to like when i hit the wrong note like i like close my eyes a little bit to act like i did that on purpose I, and, and i'm just like praying inside that like you'll just like let it go <laughs> um are, are you are you open to doing some uh ear training stuff uh okay uh, sure right. so we're gonna we're gonna start out really easy so single notes ready uh-huh. <laughs> what note is that? It's a D. So easy for you. What's that? F. Easy, easy. It's a D, but like an octave higher. Yep, perfect. And then let's see. E flat. Perfect. Oh my goodness, this is ridiculous. Wait, what? <laughs> let me do that again that's an a okay that's okay so for um listeners that might not be familiar with the idea of having perfect pitch it's not just a movie so <laughs> most people like me and like other people even people that are trained in music we usually have this thing called relative beats where um, if we have the keys, then we can use that to figure out what another note is. So like, if I have this note, then I would refer back to C and then I would probably like do something like this in my head where I go, 
C, D, E, F, G, 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 and then I would figure it out. But um, John is like blessed, hashtag blessed by God. Um, he has perfect pitch, so he can just um, hear a note and he knows what it is like instantly. Okay, so we're done doing single notes. I'm going to throw some triads in there. Can we do that real oh, quick? Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Okay, ready? We're going to uh-huh. do, let me see. I mean, it's an A minor chord. So yeah, I think you're playing A, C, E. Or no, 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 no. Then, I can play it for you again. Uh, it's not A minor, it's an E minor chord. Um, yep, that's e, an E minor. Yeah, so, so there's an E on the top and the bottom. I think you also played a G in the between. Mm-hmm. B, uh, G and a B? Yep, so E, G, B. E minor e, triad. G. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. I, I think I feel like this is only gonna be interesting to me. Alright, so <laughs> we're gonna do another triad. Okay. Da-da-da. That's a F sharp major. No, F sharp A sharp. Oh no, it's an F F major, so F A C. Okay, all right, now we're going to do something just to throw I'm you off. I'm already being thrown off, man. <laughs> oh, dude, you're, like, you're doing fantastic. So I'm going to throw in a little jazz chord. Oh, <laughs> See man. See if you can figure it out. This is where I mess up hard. <laughs> Play that again. E, G sharp, B, C. Yep, so that's uh, E major 6th. E major 6th, yeah. Yep, E6. perfect. All right, you, you, you passed with flying colors. That's oh freaking, my gosh. that's nuts. That is Dude, nuts. I was so nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, like, what if I'm getting this wrong? <laughs> oh man, okay, that, that was crazy. Let's, uh, let's bring it back. Can you share something that most people in our congregation do not know about you? Yeah, so... When I was in high school, I used to be uh, an online DJ, uh, a K-pop DJ. <laughs> Steven's laughing. Uh, he might have heard about it already, but yeah, I um, I was a DJ on online for a few years. Okay, tell us more. <laughs> like, who were you DJing for, and like, what? How did this happen? Uh, so I was on a on a on a site. It was it's called Soompi. So they're like um, the latest like K like K-pop news like fashion trends like entertainment you know like like kind of like all k-pop but um they had a really robust forum like where people post and things like that and within that context uh, there was also a group of people who ran like a radio thing for like on on the internet so like i would just get on my computer i would have to like log on to this like particular server and then like i would just like play music and like you know like dj from there so looking back i'm pretty sure it was illegal because i was just downloading <laughs> a bunch of mp3s online <laughs> of like all these like k-pop music and then just like playing them you know like in a playlist um and then just like talking in between like i would like if you're a dj but yeah i did that for a few years and then i think um, maybe like six months a year after that i think they stopped doing it probably because it was illegal <laughs> Okay, so this is the most important question of this interview. What was your DJ name? It was uh, DJ Johnny Moon. It was just my name. 
Ah, uh, zero creativity. But it just rolls off your tongue, like you know. Like some people thought, like it was actually like a nickname, like you know, like Johnny Moon, like just didn't sound like a real name to them, I guess, because like Moon is like, you know, like the moon in space. So they felt like that wasn't even like you know my real name, but yeah, that's what I went by. DJM, DJ Moon. I, I don't know, man. Like so many like different choices, and you just went with DJ Johnny Moon. At uh, yeah, fairly, fairly, fairly disappointing. Um. <laughs> but uh before we end can i ask you any prayer requests that you might have uh yeah so i guess um just with covid um i know a lot of people are struggling you know not just like in the financial way but i think spiritually like for me like it's been fairly dry i think i mentioned earlier in the interview that you know having a community is important and you know like because we're all social distancing it's really hard to find that right now you know aside from like the online medium and then you know seeing people for a short time on sundays there's a lot of like me time right because we're all so like separated right now and i think through that um, i've become more selfish with that time so it's not just the time that i want to like invest in other people but even just a time that i want to lift up to god and like you know to spend the time to engage with him like i don't want to do that as much now because i just want to do it to like you know like relax and like watch tv or netflix like you know youtube play video games rather than you know to to talk with god so um yeah i guess just prayers for just diligence um and discipline in those ways uh just to be able to yeah, just be reminded of this God's presence, uh, you know, no matter what the circumstances or situation is like. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, and that's all the time we have. So I just want to thank you for joining us. I know I know you have a busy schedule um, going on YouTube and playing video games. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get on, uh, on my PS4 after this, <laughs> now that you mention it. For the listeners, uh, I, I really do want to ask you to um, spend a couple minutes after my atrocious outro music to um, pray for Johnny. And also, if you can remember any past interviewees, prayer requests as well, that you would pray for them. So thank you also to the listeners for joining us. Was that an awkward ending? Nah, that was good. That was good. It's fine. Back with the outro music. Perfect. Okay, okay. <laughs> um,